Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It's the second course of The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. What we do around here every day, believe it or not, is to talk about, analyze first, I guess, if you can stand anything being analyzed. I But uh, we get a look at what's going on in the culinary community, what tastes good, which is, uh, what things are maybe not quite as good as you wish they were. And uh, we cover all of that. And we do this to your individual order, I'll have you know, because if there is something that has crossed your mind as, you know, I bet that guy might know the answer to this and this, but uh, he probably doesn't have the time for that. Trust me on this. We will always make time for you, whatever it is that you want to talk about, unless it is the 50th time that hamburgers have been brought up today, <laughs> in which case I will put my foot on the brake. Now that we have, what are you laughing about? That's so true. <laughs> Our guest host today is none other uh, than, than, than Ari uh, Lofton. And and she, uh, her and her husband, she and her husband, excuse me, let me fix that. Uh, they uh, have a, an operation locally which comes forth with the absolute best way to roast oysters in the oven or bake them. Or you can, I'm sure you'll think of some other ways. And it doesn't even have to be oysters. It could be shrimp. It could be crawfish. It could be anything that would fit in there and would take of a good sauce. And you That's run true. it through there, you got something. Can I tell you something fun no. we're doing? No. No, I can't. No, no, go Don't right ahead. Go and do it and do it as long as you want to. No. Yeah. Listen, I do. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do love to talk about my business, uh-huh. but I really love to talk about food in New Orleans mm-hmm. more than anything. But I will tell you all. Yeah. Um, just because it's tomorrow, so we're doing a cooking demonstration. Yeah. At the Southern Food and Beverage Museum. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tomorrow at one p.m. And perk, it's free, free museum admission day. Ah. The Smithsonian is sponsoring free admission to all museums tomorrow, hmm. Saturday. And we are doing a cooking demonstration at 1 p.m. in the Jen Eyre Rouse's kitchen. Uh-huh. You were there for a cookbook with um, GW Finns recently. I'm sure I did. And um, we're doing it tomorrow, so getting into the museum is free. Yeah. And then you come right back to the kitchen at 1 p.m. We're doing mm-hmm. a cooking demonstration. We're having two different types of oysters, so you're going to get a couple of samples. Oh, of, how cool. Of, of two different types. Um, one of them we're going to be doing is a spin on the barbecue shrimp recipe, right, from Pascal Manali's, mm-hmm. that flavor profile, yeah. on top of oysters. Yeah, uh, that's Okay. A, you know, uh, I don't like that from right this where I'm sitting. No. Now, if I, I'll try it. I'll try it with an open mind. 
But you to me, said you didn't like it. Oysters, How is your mind going to be open? Did I say that? You did. No, I, 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 <laughs> I no. My, what I'm I'm thinking is oysters are oysters are delicacies. I yes. think the, these are not big hit you over the head kind of flavors. What the real flavors are, I think, are just remarkable and wonderful, and I'll never get tired of them. So you like them raw? Is your I like them raw, then. but I like them simply done other ways or with really good uh, sauces. You like, love Rockefeller, and that's all kinds of toppings. Oh, I know, and and Bienville even better. Yes. Well, uh, I I do I do okay. like those, but then I'm asking you to oh, okay. embrace it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm embracing the microphone right now. Uh, uh. Okay. God, okay, but I'm still listening. I'm what? listening. Oh, you're listening. You have been eating oysters for long. I'm just telling you what we're going to do. But yeah. that is the butter and the and the herbs and the mm-hmm. Tabasco yeah. and the spiciness kick and an oyster bathing in all of that not just blow your mind? Uh, Yeah, I'd go for it. No, I, he's pausing, I, everyone. I would... Uh, I, I I would try them for sure. I just love oysters, and you you know I, if it's offbeat, I'll try it. I'll try anything. Well, we do we do do the traditional yeah. type. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, and, and so we cook those up, but we also like to mix it up. You know, mm-hmm. try a little something different. And so the other recipe that we're going to try to, which you're, now that I am getting a feeling for what you do and don't like oyster wise, you're probably going to uh-huh. be like meh. But it's <laughs> um it's an adobo. Pepper, mm-hmm. with a kick of blackberry. Hmm, blackberries. Mm-hmm. Like a pepper jelly. Do like they do they have blackberries in Mexico? I have no idea. I'm I'm not trying to to pin you against the wall or anything <laughs> like that. No, I'm I'm just thinking about it. That the that uh, possibly that might be the case. Blackberries and oysters. Uh, where I live, there are blackberries. In Covington. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, then all you have to do is come up with the oysters and somehow work them in. Um, uh, the kind of mushrooms you I said. I promise you all, I've tried this. Uh-huh. It's delicioso. Oh. You you mentioned a, a variety of uh, of uh, oysters, or it was something you did to it. I think it was adobo. No, adobo. 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 The, it was just a spicy. Smoked, uh, yes, it is. It's a yeah. smoky. So can you imagine that, y'all? Just close your eyes for a uh-huh. minute and. Imagine an okay. oyster bathing in a smoky, spicy adobo pepper sauce with a kick of blackberry. Mm. It's going to be delicious. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. going to be so mm. good. Mm. Mm. You know what, Tom? Mm. I'm going to change your mind. And if I had a grill oh, okay. here. I so, ate it. Listen, if I had a grill here. I, like, I ate it. I liked it. If I had a grill here, yeah, if you did, I would change your mind. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm already here. I would change your mind. Yeah, it's gonna be good. No, this, so tomorrow at one, at SoFab Southern yeah. Food and Beverage Museum off of Aretha Castley Hale mm-hmm. Boulevard, um, we're gonna be doing this demonstration, and it's free museum admission day, sponsored by the Smithsonian. Yeah. So it's gonna be fantastic. Come out and see me. Kyle, um, my husband, and my brother-in-law, Mike, are going to be there cooking, and I'm going to be narrating. Ah. Well, you got the easy job, then. That's the hard job. It is? It is. Not when you've got a 15-page uh, 
notebook over there. <laughs> <laughs> we sure are having a lot of fun with you. We are. I hope you don't mind, uh, you know, and I hope your hubby won't come out and slap me silly. No, he's of... not. We're, we're, um, we're having date night tonight, and oh, I actually just asked Tom... Um, where should we? Where we should go? If anybody has been to these, these are the two that we were considering. So, if anybody has been to these restaurants and have something to report, mm-hmm. um, please call us two six zero six three six eight. We are considering Zazu, which is a new one in Mid City, or Gabrielle, which just reopened within the last year. Right, Tom? Year or yeah, two years? Little, yeah, I'd say closer to two years. Okay. Um, they just reopened. They used to. Have Used to be off Esplanade before Katrina. They're not all that far off Esplanade now. No, Orleans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right in there. Um, if anybody has been to Zazu or Gabrielle, this is where we're considering going to eat tonight. No, we don't have reservations. So if somebody's calling in to tell me that we can't get in because we don't have reservations, don't yeah. call and tell me that. It, I'm praying. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> but the, the Zazu uh, thing, uh, I wouldn't even consider going there without a reservation it's, it's, I'm, I'm sorry do they but, have a bar we've not been uh so. they do have a bar okay, it's, well then maybe and, we'll get into the bar and uh guess who runs the bar who uh gabrielle you. herself see she's a not real at person Zazu, at gabrielle. Oh, oh i'm sorry Gar- gabrielle yeah, yeah i thought that's what we were talking about the daughter yeah right yeah okay so she runs the bar she runs the bar okay does zazu have a bar has anybody been to Zazu? I they do have a bar. It's right inside the door, okay. And it looks ridiculously too small to turn out a, a decent drink. But the first time I went there, I said, "Well, let's see. You know, okay. bring me a, a Manhattan." Yeah. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx <laughs> and Staten Island too. There's <laughs> nothing like going through the zoo. <laughs> We were singing at lunch today, you guys. Um, speaking of lunch, can we tell them where we went? Yeah, sure. Okay. We went to Vion. Vion. Oh, one of my favorite places to speak. Y'all, I've never v- been there before. V-Y-O-N-N-E. No, V-Y. No, two, oh, oh. two, two O's. Right. Yeah. Two O's. You're right. If you are walking down Girard, mm-hmm. you would easily miss it yeah you would you would easily miss it because you would be passing up the show pony show piece that is gianna mm-hmm. which listen i haven't been to gianna i've heard mixed things about it i've heard good i've heard you know medium um reports about it but it is a showpiece. when you walk past that restaurant and you just look the, in they, the grandiose windows it's gorgeous it's a they did a beautiful job they of, did of a building that beautiful job um just visually it's incredibly inviting so you pass that and then you pass merrill Mm-hmm. which also has, you know, gorgeous windows and lots of signage. And then um, you pass what must be another sort of commercial building until you get to a very simple sign. And these apple green doors, about 12 feet high, mm-hmm. and you see Vion. And I did not expect when we opened the doors that we would be walking down a long brick hallway with Christmas lights dangling nearly 14 feet down and 
Oh, do you all ever walk wow. into a restaurant and suddenly just the vibe and the ambiance almost just transforms your mood? This was lunch, mm-hmm. and Tom and I are walking down this hallway, and we open these apple green doors, and we stare down the hallway, and it's dangling with Christmas lights four inches apart, and it it just transforms my mood. I mean, obviously, y'all are listening to me. I'm an upbeat person in general. But it was gorgeous, and, and I just nice. knew... I just knew from the vibe and the ambiance, it was going to be a spectacular meal. And we hadn't even gotten to the table yet. Hmm. So the name of this restaurant is, uh, tell me the, the, how you spell v- Yeah, I know that. V- V-Y-O-O. V-Y-O-O. So it's a double O. Double O. Even though sometimes you would think it would be the double N. Yeah. yeah. It's double O, Vion. And it's easy to spell it wrong, too. At the yes, beginning. it is. Yeah. And, and Tom, you were telling me about the two different restaurateurs that, that do the restaurant. One is an artist. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's always been an artist, but she was in the restaurant business a lot, too, uh, even more so her husband. Okay. Uh, they were from Iran, uh, and but don't take any any thoughts you might have had about that uh and because they, it's a french bistro it so iran french, has its french own bistro. food and you know, uh, scene. It, yeah and it was uh in a, a really great uh location and for a long time they ran a restaurant uptown way uptown called the flaming torch yes. this is very different from the flaming yes, torch they is. have uh, put together a much more sophisticated and better uh restaurant over at Vion. And uh, plus they have the French aspect of it, which they didn't really at the other place either. So this is... Um, now, how long... Do you know how long Vion's been around? We didn't uh, get a chance to uh, ask that uh, question. Two years at the most. Oh, really? Yeah, it's new? Yeah, it's fairly new. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's in a great old building, an old brick building that is it goes back to the 1840s. So that's not too bad for the, where, for the CBD, which is where it is. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to walk you all down the visuals yeah. of this. So I told you we are walking down this long corridor mm-hmm. of of Christmas lights, 14, right. 14 feet dangling all around you. And it just lifts and transforms your mood, just like light would in general. And it opens to a gorgeous courtyard. It's petite. It's yeah. not a large courtyard, but mm-hmm. um, gorgeous sunlit um, streaming down. And so if you all are looking for a quaint, cozy French bistro in the CBD area with a gorgeous courtyard, this is it. Yeah, it's nice. It just opened up. Uh, sunlight streaming down. It was absolutely gorgeous, although we all know it's hotter than Hades out right now. Okay, so we did not sit outside. Um, So we turned a short corner, walked um, through another set of double French apple green doors. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we're going to have to pick this back up and tell you, because Doug, didn't you tell me? Yes. Oh, here it is. And take a little break here on 105.3 FM HD 2. It's the food show on 105.3 FM HD 2. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, today, as we try to do every uh, once a week, we have a special guest host, and uh, and we do have another one of these today. Let me look up her phone number and name and stuff. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm Am Allie. I still doing Allie Lofton? Uh, she is also known as 
the oyster uh, lady. The the what? The oyster lady. The oyster lady. And we've I think we've hit that topic up pretty we well. We have. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I want to so, get back to Vion. Enough about uh, Vion. Yeah. This is a, a an interesting thing. First of all, we've been throwing around the words uh creole or in this case French uh, bistro. Uh, bistro and I, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask you, since you're sitting over there, and, yes. and you probably have a thought on this. As a matter of fact, as I saw you eating through the big pile of it that we had about an hour ago, mm-hmm. uh, you probably know what you're thinking about it. So it's, um, uh, what is a, a French bistro anyway? And what makes it different from any other restaurant that just, you know, comes in and there it is? Well, we, we, were, we were talking about uh, Creole. French yep. mm-hmm. restaurants. Yep. And we were talking and we were doing the comparisons of just Creole restaurants. Um, but I feel really what differentiates a French bistro yeah. is that it is classic French well, that it food is. Yeah. from a, a particular region of France. Mm-hmm. And really what Tom and I had decided on that it, it was really more like northern French cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we started out with was um, two soups, a French onion soup and a gazpacho. And the gazpacho came in, which is not a French soup, but the gazpacho came on um, because the new chef over there, Jennifer Cole, um, had spent several years in Spain cooking. Um, and, you know, Y'all, it's so hot outside right now. Mm-hmm. Cold soups are welcome in I'll say. any yeah. restaurant and, and to they, me right and now. And they had two of them, and most restaurants struggle to have one. I mean, you, Correct. you look at menus throughout the whole year, you see that almost never do these cold soups appear. I guess it's pe- because people think of soup equals hot. hot. Right. But do you but know I what? Love this time of soups. year, it's perfect. So their gazpacho was a puree, um, and it was dotted with the most delicious extra virgin olive oil mm-hmm. atop, which I felt like just gave it an incredible depth. A was, little richness. It really was delicious. And you know, it's, it's funny about uh, olive oil, especially good quality olive oil. A, a lot of people will use it and say, you know, what do you use this for anyway? And, uh, you know, should, should I put it into the, this bowl here with the pancakes and everything? It, it really, it's, it's a condiment. If you think yes. of it, if you think of it as an, an accoutrement, too. Mm-hmm. And if you sprinkle like a little something, you know, just like you do with French fries and, uh, and pepper or mm-hmm. salt, you sprinkle in a little bit, just enough right. just to, to accent. Well, the same is true. Of of this uh, of olive oil, yeah, o- olive oil. You just dr- drizzle it a l- here and there. Good quality, though. Mm-hmm. That's essential. Certainly. And then you can do anything you want to do with olive, and maybe a few things you never thought about. So before. that was delicious. But of course, even though it's hot outside, if I see French onion soup on the menu, it's going to get got. Mm. It's going to get got. It's going to get got. Mm. Gosh, <laughs> I've never gotten got before. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to... That's a colloquial term, I'm going to pick it. Oh, really? Yes. You got a a nosebleed or something? What's the... (laughs) It was... This is getting really awful. It was getting so good. Folks, uh, she she is not the person uh, who's responsible for this gross uh, uh, exposition. (laughs) 
Tom was telling me actually uh, he was full of jokes, including dirty jokes. He couldn't tell. On I don't the tell air, so. dirty jokes. <laughs> but well, anyway, there's that one by or- Dorothy Christ. Dor- Dorothy, um, I can't think of her name, so I'm off the hook. All right. So yeah. the French onion soup yep. was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was crusty on top. The cheese was incredible. Um, with with a, a, a crusted bread. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a little bit sweet, which we talked mm-hmm. to the yeah. chef about, mm-hmm. um, which she told us, and I did not know this, um, she uses white and red onion. Mm. And as you all know, red, red onion has its own sweetness that when you start to cook it down has its own flavor profile. Um, but it was still savory and sweet in a really even, smooth way. It was delicious. Hmm. But you told me you cook with seven different onions. I did, yeah. Uh, this I did for— Can you remember all these onions that you cook with? Well, I probably—let's see here. Um, let's start with um, red bell pepper. Bell. That's not an onion. It's, oh, I'm sorry. The we, onions. I, I had I had two. All of the different onions. I had one with peppers soup. and one with onions. Okay. Okay, so uh, what we have is just white onions. White and, onions. You know, yeah. Green, you know, green onions. Yes. Um, do you do Vidalia? Vidalia onions, if they're around. Um, I for this purpose, I kind I what about think shallots? Of, do you cook with shallots in it? Uh, yeah, real shallots, I do. Okay. And uh, what else? I consider garlic to be a member of the family for for this. Uh-huh, Not, yes. Uh huh. Yes. And uh, there, if I thought about it long enough, I'd probably come up with a couple more. And it was more a gimmick than anything. Okay. And I, I would cook it down with just the right amount of uh, of oil and and stock. Really, right. is what what I'm after. And you let it. It has to just stay there in this in the um, in the pot for caramelizing. Caramelizing, exactly right. Uh, somewhere between uh, a half an hour and two hours, or half an hour to one hour. Okay. And you let it just cook and cook and cook on a very low heat. Very low heat, mm-hmm. and what you come out with is this sweet soup. Not sweet in the sense of eating a, a Hershey bar. Well, it was sweeter than I have had. So I love Cafe de Gosses. Yeah. So if any is, it's if great. anybody has been there, um, it was very good. Um, different than theirs because theirs is one of my favorite in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and theirs was a little more savory. But as soon as I took a bite of Viands, I mean, I I loved it. Yeah, uh, the the chef who is there now clearly knows what she's doing. Yes, Jennifer Cole. Jennifer she's, Cole. She has um she spent some time in New York. She's cooked, um in Spain and traveled all over. And she's just been there recently. She hasn't mm, been there yeah. a long time. Right. She's. Uh, I remember we were there about two three weeks ago, and uh, we're talking to her. And she's been on the show too, for that matter. I think has she yeah. been on. I think so. I, maybe maybe the owner has. Uh, well, the owner has been on a bunch of times over the years. But uh, anyway. But I, she's she, doing a fantastic job. Oh, Because yeah, one of the other things that good. we had um, was a duck confit white bean salad. Mm, delish. Oh, my goodness. And These I love beans. beans um, navy beans. Navy beans. Navy beans. beans, not cannellini. Yeah, different thing. Cannellini. Cannellinis and red beans are 
if you close your eyes, I don't think you could tell the difference between them. They're, they're very similar. One's white and one's red. Okay. That's right. it. Right. Uh, and they're, they're a smaller. So cannellini beans are a little bit bigger. The navy beans are smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they were cooked perfectly because for me, I don't want a bean that is mushy. No, indeed. I don't know any oh, other Lordy fancy word us. for Heaven that. It was mushy. Yeah. It had a little bit of a bite. It was almost al dente, kind of like we like to cook our pasta. Al dente. Make a note to call him. I needed to ask him about that, uh, that uh, al ring. Al dente. Al dente, You know yeah. what? Where what? did al dente come from, Tom? Uh, where did it come from? Yes. What does it mean? Al it dente. Means, uh, to the tooth. To the tooth. Is, is literally what it means, and what they right. mean by it is... If you cook pasta that's al dente, then when you take a bite of it, your your uh, teeth just go right through it right away. It just cuts right through. Right. Whereas something that's not so al right who, I mean, it's <laughs> you could be chewing at it for a week and you're still right. uh, trying to get the, the, the that wad of See, whatever. See, I just the, put you right on the spot and you knew exactly what to say. So ah, it was a white well. bean, <clears throat> a duck confit white bean salad. The duck was cooked perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I really dislike about duck that turns me off is if it comes to the table too uh-huh. wet, too wet. moist. Too moist. Um, uh-huh. And this was perfect. It had a little bit of skin on the outside that was crusty and mm-hmm. golden and crispy, um, but it was still delicate, mm-hmm. not wet. There's a difference. I know whereof you speak. Yes. And uh, my thinking about this is that duck and uh um, lamb, mm-hmm. just and I'm just picking these at random, delicate. but but both yes. of those, they're delicate, all right. But I think that in most restaurants that serve either one of them, they undercook them. Yes, they and, do in effort to try to not overcook. Yeah, but then it's just that's still as bad as. But overcooked. then you know you're getting in there. It ain't so al fresco when you're chewing it away like crazy. Al dente, excuse me. Uh, and it's uh, I think you, you I think it needs to be uh, broiled or baked or however it's cooked mm-hmm. more than most chefs do it. And, you know, these guys swear by this that, oh, yeah, you want rare uh, rack of lamb. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't. I, I, but uh, I think it's that's, a fine line. It is. Yeah, it's a it's a fine line um, and definitely a skill to be honed. But this was absolutely delicious. It was full of fresh herbs. Um, the beans were delicious. I absolutely loved the salad. And again, we're talking about viands. Mm. If anybody is just tuning in to us, if anybody has been, if you've yeah. been, give us your report. But I had not been. Tom had suggested this today. So we just walked right over from the studio. Again, it was a, hi- a hidden little gem past the, the showpiece that is Gianna, past Merrill that's been there for a while, to these bright apple green um, French doors. Um, and it was delicious. So if anybody has been to Beyond Colin, um, and let us know, 260-6368. And if you haven't, make a date of it. It is absolutely yeah. worth your while. Yeah, it's a cute little place. The, um, about the, uh, the only thing I, I complain about there, yes. if I wanted to claim about mm-hmm. something, uh, their music could use some work. It and was a I, tiny bit loud. A little loud and a little too much on the... But we uh, were sitting really yeah. close to the yeah, speaker, we were. too. Yeah, that's, that's we were. fair And enough. that's kind of the hard part is, like, you only have yeah. certain points in the restaurant which you can put speakers, which is typically up in um, the corners to be obscure. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Hope, hope is uh, more or less what we have to mope about, and uh, we will return with more of the food show after we check in on a call couple us, of... Call us, 260 We'd love to talk to y'all. Yep, give Be us back. a call. 260 is our telephone number. Uh, we'd love to talk with you about any of the things that we have referred to, uh, referred to already today. You know what which I think covers we need the ent- to talk about hamburgers. Ham- oh, no, no, you don't. Hamburgers. No, you won't do that to me. <laughs> Please. What about New Orleans hamburger and seafood? Uh, but no, I. Uh, well, I do uh, have a few things to say about New Orleans wine and food experience. No, no. New, Orle- New, New Orleans, Orleans hamburger. New Orleans and hamburger and seafood. Uh, we talk about them all the time and with good reason. Because their hamburgers are so good. The hamburgers are good. But I go back to before they even had that place open when they were talking about what it was going to be. And when they showed it to me, and I I can't claim, you know, being responsible for this at all. It's just something. It was a happy coincidence. Let's just say that. And um, what they had done was take your normal hamburger, made it bigger because everybody wants a bigger one anyway, and then grilled it. At a such such a high temperature that it came out crusty and juicy in the middle, and this is a good hamburger. If you uh, if you can do that, you you have my respect. Uh, but a lot of times they just make it bigger and thicker, and it gets mushier and mushier. Uh, not over there though. At uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, they do all of this to order. It's not coming out of uh, a, underneath a heat lamp or anything like that. And it comes out uh, with uh, these great fries that they do that uh, resemble very, very closely uh, crescents. And they're made out of potatoes, and they have some butter and some garlic, and it's really good. You know what I love about their hamburgers? Tell me. I want a hamburger. Oh. Like their hamburgers. That when you bite into, it's like a full-face hamburger. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I I don't want a baby hamburger. No. Okay? I don't think anybody wants a baby hamburger. Well, there are those little square hamburgers. that would, they, they kind of live in a class of their own. We'll talk about that in a minute, too, if you've got time. But anyhow, let me wrap this up. Uh, there is one other thing. There's the seafood aspect of this, and the, that is over at New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. It comes from the fact that they're always changing out the oil, adding new oil, or most of the time dumping it out and putting new oil in there, which makes your seafood come out a lot better. And they do it to order again all of the fresh it's a New Orleans hamburger and seafood company. They have 10 locations around town. They now have char-grilled, char-grilled oysters. oysters. You are so right. Which I know something about that. I'll bet you do. <laughs> anyway, uh, New Orleans hamburger and seafood company. I understand that we will be approaching the, uh, the oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The back room of Andrea's. No, wait, what about Stephen? Are we going to talk about oh, Andrea or are we talking about Stephen? Well, I love Stephen. Oh, where'd Stephen go? Is he uh, on the I'm right here. Okay. Yay. Well, uh, wait. Hey. Hey, what? Hi, Stephen. Yep. Uh, also, New Orleans oh, Hamburger okay. Seafood now has waffles and chicken. Mm. <laughs> that makes me hungry. <laughs> wait, what did you, didn't you tell us about their waffles and chicken earlier? Yeah, this yeah week? I had them last weekend. Okay, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, what was your yeah. thoughts on them again? Remind me. Uh, I liked them other than they served the waffle room temperature, which I guess may have been a mistake or they cooked it uh, there. Their food is always so hot when it comes out to the table. Uh, I like you know, food I got to blow on for a minute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, What's going okay. on with you, Stephen? Well, I'm going to try to get down to see you tomorrow. Please. 
Um, you know, I go to the gym, and depending on what time I get up and get it through the gym, you know, I can hopefully be downtown by. I'll See, try to Tom, get up early. Tom, he's going to gonna come gym. try our barbecue huh. oysters and huh. our chipotle huh. oysters. Well, let us know what. What I wanted to say to you, I've been yes. thinking about it since Tinny Flynn was on the radio the other day. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, he dives the rigs. And he, uh, Tom, and, Tom and I talked about the large oysters that grow on the rigs. Yes. And maybe, I don't know, I assume you know Tinny Flynn. If you could get him to get you a shell for one of those huge plate-sized oysters... You could do an oyster casserole to add to your <laughs> repertoire. Be a giant oyster casserole. And and they, you could do a, you know you could make this large one. And I we mean, would have you to cut that mamma jamma down, Stephen. We would have yeah. to cut that mamma jamma down because those well, things I mean, are the I size of plates. I mean, I don't know what your facility, but you know, uh, but even the size of your hand, yes, is much bigger than your oyster shell. That's true. And you could you could put. Five and six or eight oysters in one the size of my hand, and uh, and make a casserole. I love all kinds of oysters, so I feel like that would be yeah. delicious. Yeah. So. Stephen. Right. Okay, well, I'll try to get down to see you tomorrow. Okay, super. Would love to see you. Okay. That's at SoFab, y'all, the Southern Food and Beverage okay. Museum, yep. at one yep. o'clock tomorrow. Um, Free admission. Free admission um, via the Smithsonian. And so you're sponsoring I'm a Smithsonian member. Yay! Well, as you should be, because we should all support our museums. Because as you all know, this this show is a history of food. Kind of, yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of. It's been on well, the show yeah, for 31 yeah. years. I'm pretty but, sure it's encompassed know, we, a lot of history. We're, we're working on it. It's you know we we'll we'll, we'll take, get there get it done before you know. <laughs> Tom's acting like it's not a big wow, thing, wow. but it is. So okay, so to wrap up Vions because it was delicious. Stephen, thank you by the way, and I I would love to see you tomorrow. Um. So we finished off after. After our duck confit um, bean salad with a beef tartare, um, which was out of this world. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 really, I really can't say enough of how fantastic this restaurant was because it was very surprising. Um, I just, you know, I have kids. I have two small children. So it's hard for me to eat out all the time and often. I mean, you remember, Tom, when you and Marianne had Mary Lee and Jude very small, you ate out by yourself while she was at home. So it's hard to eat out all the time when you have small kids. Uh, you know, uh, but it's not too too hard. That oh, we really? Do. You we took them all it? the time and they behaved we and it was fantastic? Well, they behaved, <laughs> they behaved their way, which had a certain amount of flying through the eye. Yeah. Uh, through the... Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, he, uh, you know that this talk about a question that you could go a long time on. Mm-hmm. Uh, should children be allowed to go to restaurants? How are you going to teach them how to behave otherwise? A one perfect uh, response to that. I also, why do you bake a, for any reason at all, unless you really have to get away from your children for uh, you know? What, what what who's gonna do a better job with making your life wonderful than your kids? That's true, and yeah. I do agree with you. Except for after this show, I'm doing date night, and date mm. night is essential. Oh, it's what essential. If, what is that? 
Well, it's where me yeah. and the hub yeah. go and just have time with us uh-huh. without kids. Oh, okay. While the kids have time with their grandparents. Yeah. Oh, just there like you Mary, go. Just like Mary oh, Ann's out in California right now, I'm sure, giving, um, giving Jude and his wife a nice little break. Yeah. Well, there's much that could be said about this. That's true. And so, you know where I like to take my kids um, Tell me. to teach them how to behave? Yeah, where? Breakfast. Breakfast is, is really good. We used to, uh, when uh, the kids were in their uh, single-digit uh, mm-hmm. ages, uh, we started off at Shoney's, of all places. <laughs> Shoney's. Shoney's. Oh, my God. And Has then, anybody been to Shoney's And then the Shoney's that, that was in our neighborhood in Covington, they closed and so uh, we went over to the uh, Marriott Courtyard Hotel, which was mm-hmm. almost immediately. Adjacent. You know why courtyards are so great for children? They have a, to- a pool and a and a and a. And a f- they have fountains, they and have they get to run around and act like the crazy animals that they yeah, are. Yeah, and they also have a, a buffet every morning. Yep. So uh, I started taking first my son, mm-hmm. and then when my daughter got old enough, her too. And we used to go to uh, start off with Shoney's and then uh, at the courtyard. And then uh, my son dropped away and did his own things. And my daughter and I started, you know, we kept doing the breakfast. And after we were finished with that, we would go shopping. And then mm-hmm. after that, we would play putt-putt. And then after that, that, we would just the two of us because mom, who needs her, you know, and uh, – and big brother, really, who needs him? <laughs> so, uh, and it was just of all the things in my life, that experience in that that Saturday morning breakfast we did for years, is it stayed with you. My, it's it's my favorite moment of life. Yes. And uh, I think you know the, the the there are times when you just can't have the kids there. Yes. And it just you. you uh, they, they Which is bel- why it's called date night. Yeah. But it's it's not all that frequent, and uh, and why not? You know, I'd say, when in doubt, go. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I love doing breakfast with the kids because yeah. usually breakfast items you can hold in your hand, yeah, like a right. piece of bacon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can you can let the or kids a, run around with a or a mountain of, of bacon, bacon is muff- right, or a muffin yeah. or something, and usually they just run around with the muffin or the bacon in their hands, just shoving it in their face while they're running around the courtyard, and you get to pretend like you're you're um you know enjoying yourself and having a break. Any and thoughts on the part of our listeners about that? Whether uh, that's available? Yeah, available. where did you take y'all's kids? Where did you guys? Where did you take? Did you take your kids to breakfast? Did you take your kids to fine dining restaurants? Yeah, and that, and that um, worked out for you. Do you have advice on that? Um, I, you know, I think actually Vions would work for the kids because oh, they yeah. have the courtyard. Yeah, sure. And 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 they could run around. And um, everybody was super nice. Jennifer, um, the chef, came out and spoke with us. Uh, and we chatted about the different ingredients and um, what she's getting ready to transition into as um, fall is upon us. And I hope that welcomes cooler temperatures because I'm just about sick of this heat. I'll bet. Um, even the two blocks that Tom and I walked from the studio to Viance was sweaty and um, nearly unbearable. Well, that happens. But if if anybody has been to Vions, um and wants to call in about it, um, we had a great experience. I'm definitely, 
almost might go back there for date night, honestly. Oh, you, it you was could have worse really than that. that good. It's, uh, it's really a nice little place. I have a taste for restaurants like that, and, uh, and that certainly is one of them. But, Tom, I did start the show with you talking about expectations and etiquette. And I want to tell you um, another experience, since we have a few minutes left, that happened to me that I would like your advice on for future reference. Um, It actually starts out with, so Tom and I were having a discussion about food words that are pronounced incorrectly. Mm, Remember? So you all were talking about, I can't remember if it was yesterday or two days ago, the word flaccid, and Doug corrected us, and it was flaccid. Flaxed. Flaxed. It's yeah, flaxed. Yeah. F-L-A-C-C-I-D. But the first C is silent. Yeah. So we were talking about food words that are um, pronounced incorrectly. And one of the ones I had a question about was prefi. Prefi. P-R-I-X-F-I-X-E. Right. So why is the first X silent in pre? And why is the sec- is the next X in pre? Fix, pronounced. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't speak French uh, very well. I don't really know. There's a French speaker out there. Well, sort of. We must, uh, we, yeah, we, we probably do have somebody out there. If anybody knows the answer to that, uh, call us up and tell us. And, and if you don't, I'm going to look it up as soon as I get home. I am too. And find out what's the uh, dope on that. Because I always said uh, prefix. Right. And I thought it was prefix. And it kind of means... And I don't want to sound stupid yeah. anymore saying yeah. it correctly, yeah. just like flaccid, because I've been saying flaccid, and so has Marianne. We've both been saying flaccid forever. <laughs> but, I, okay, so I went to a super grand dame restaurant here yeah. in the city for a special occasion. Um, it was a New Year's Eve night. Mm-hmm. I called and made reservations. Yeah. And... Um, at no point in me calling and making reservations or me looking on the website about that evening, mm-hmm. was it ever specified that it was a prefix or a prefee? Okay. Never, not anywhere was it told when I called. I say always ask. Okay. No, all right. So there's my fault again. All right. So we showed up. Your Wait, fault? I'm going to tell you the story. Oh, okay. Tell. We showed up. And we sat down for dinner. This Mm -hmm. is New Year's Eve, okay? We're already seated. There is no going anywhere else on New Year's Eve. Oh, is that the truth? Okay, we're dolled up. And we sit down, Mm -hmm. and we're presented with the menu. And it's 20 times more expensive. And it's $150 a person, pre-fee or fix I saw that one coming. Only. That uh, is something that started up in restaurants. It's been a okay, while. Now, this is this is New Year's Eve. So yeah. I get it. But this is at the beginning stages of my, remember how you were talking about earlier when we were at lunch and you said there was a time when you finally started having enough of your own money to take your own self uh-huh. out to yeah, eat. Right. OK, this is at this point in my culinary dining career. Uh-huh. OK. Uh, I'm not a pair. I'm not prepared to drop three hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, it's unbelievable, and people really got worked up about it what back when that happened. Do you do? Well, uh, you if it's too much money to spend on something, you just don't get it. And in that case, no. Do you get up and walk out? Yes. And say, "Excuse me." Yeah. I can't afford. 
I mean, I, I was if if it's not on the advertising or any other place, you know, I, I say when in doubt, you know, look it up. I guess I should have. Uh, yeah. Has this happened to anybody? Call me up oh, seriously I, and tell uh, me what's I've, happened to you. Because I was aghast, and my husband and I, we were married at this point. This is 10 years ago, just so you know. This is 10 years ago. I, I've had lots of people get caught in that. And it's uh, the restaurants, I think they're within their... Uh, within. I was horribly embarrassed. But, but you have to let people know ahead of time when you make the reservation, you know, this is what we're doing. If you like it, get it. And if you don't like it, well, come on a different night. We but, didn't even know what to do. We, we we were like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're about to drop $300. Well, now you do. And uh, and that is the, yeah, that's the thing to do. I mean, you, if, you, if you can, you can. If you don't, you don't. So right. you can always well, ask for the peasant section. <laughs> <laughs> Doug finally chimes in. Yeah, yeah. Doug oh, well. finally chimes in and tells us the peasant section. Uh, I don't think this peasant mm. section existed in this restaurant. No, no, probably not. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell you what happened. Yeah, and I'm going to out myself. All right. Okay. Go. We stayed. Mm-hmm. And we put the money on a credit card. Yeah. And the next day, we called him up and we said, um, I just want to let you all know that um, we were there last night. It was a really great meal, um, but there was nowhere on your website and nowhere in making our reservations did it say that it was pre-fee only. Pre-fee only. There was no ordering off the menu. That was it. Right. Which I know they do for convenience because of how busy they are, right? Just like everybody's got to order these dishes, period. Yeah. And so we said, you know, um, everything was really good, but we felt very boxed in. And they said, okay, let's we're going to do some checking first. And so we said, uh, okay, well, we're we were just calling to let you know. So we we hung up, and about an hour later, they called us back, and they said, you're right, we did not put it on our website. Mm. We did not put it anywhere. Mm. It just, we kind of, we've been doing this for a while. We thought it was understood. We're sorry. <coughs> we're going to refund you. Well, that's very nice of them. It was, that, and we did not uh, ask. Let me clarify yeah. that. We did not ask. We just said, hey, next time, if, you know, this is what happened to us, if you could let us know. You know, or on special nights like this, whereas any other night it's order off the menu, mm-hmm. you know, um, we would appreciate it because I don't think that we would have chosen to stay at, at $150 a head. Sure. And they said, yes, we're, we're sorry. We didn't, we didn't publish, you know, we didn't post anything on our website. We didn't do anything about it. So we're going to refund you. And, and that's what happened. But I didn't know in that situation, it, I mean, we just accepted it. We just we just accepted that we were going to pay that and that was going to be it. And next time, this is a learning experience for us. So if anybody, mm. we have a few minutes. If anybody has had one of those learning experiences um, where, you know, you've kind of been embarrassed or unsure about what you should do um, and you decided to go one way or the other, I would be really interested because I think things like that happen. You know, you're not yeah. always going to show up and know what the right thing to do is. Well, a skilled restaurant patron. Uh, first of all, that this is something that you should be taught by your parents when you're growing up. But uh, this is something uh, 
I think applies to a whole lot of things. This is certainly one of them. And that is uh, if you don't know what how much something costs, find out or don't do it. I yes. mean, the, here is a, a sentence. We should have asked, and we didn't know. Here's a sentence you should never, ever say uh, in any first-class restaurant or ho- hotel. Huh? What? Oh, yeah. And uh, it, that that thing that you should never say is, bring me the bre- best cognac you have. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do Might that. Might be uh, $1,200 a shot. I am not making that up. Jesus. Hey, somebody's on hold. Let's see. It's Brittany. Brittany, welcome to the food show. Come on in. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. You? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, what's up? Well, I'm out here at the Fried Chicken Festival. Just oh. wanted to come on and say, uh, so we started off, kicked it off today. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And we're having a great turnout. The weather is beautiful. Beautiful. And yeah, we're kicked off. We kicked off our three day weekend. Wonderful. Oh, goodness. You know, uh, I'm, I'm glad you uh, you called, but we have run out of time for today. I uh, uh, Brittany, I'm going to come out and see you this weekend. Yeah, with there the kiddos. you go. Fried chicken festival, yes. y'all, all weekend. Yes. Woldenburg Park, yeah. Well, Woldenburg perfect place. Park. We're out here all weekend. There you go. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you for calling and let us know. Have a and, great evening. Uh, uh, once again, uh, thank you uh, thank for you, being Tom. on with us, uh, Allie, and we'll talk about it another time soon. Thank you. Uh, and now uh, I give up. It's uh, for today anyway, and we'll come back with another food show every weekday, Monday through Friday. Friday. 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.